Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Praise God, a new day is dawning. Thank you for tuning to Bible Platform. I'm your friend, Pastor Hansen Metal. We are looking at the God of the Holy Bible. There is an aspect of him that is so unique and so special. Even though everything about God, let me say, is very special. This one, this one, makes our God uniquely unique. If you talk about power, you can say that Satan also has some power. Satan has some influence. Satan can show himself up as being some of the things that God is. To a certain measure. As I was saying, like talk about power. The guy has some power. God gave him power and never took it back from him. But today we're going to zoom in on this very unique aspect of God. Holiness. 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 I pray that the presence of the Holy Spirit will be with us throughout this study. In Jesus' name, amen. As I said, today we are going to look at an attribute of God that places him far, far, very far above all other gods that can be named. Holiness. When we talk about holiness as an attribute, it is exclusive to the God of the Holy Bible. No other God or no other thing going by the name of God can claim this attribute of holiness. And no adherent to any faith can claim holiness. You can work it out but you cannot produce the result. Because holiness is an attribute that belongs to God and that only God can give to as many as he desires. And according to my Bible, Christ died, rose again from the dead, ascended into heaven, and now has imputed to us his holiness. But before we get into that, let's start some basics. When we say God is holy, let's look at some of the scriptures that takes us there. Psalm 89, verse 18. For the Lord is our defense. For the Lord is our defense. And the Holy One, the Holy One of Israel is our King. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 2. There is none holy as the Lord. For there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. Let me take it again. First Samuel 2, 2. Chapter 2, verse 2. There is none holy as the Lord. For there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. Beloved, everything associated with God is marked by this unique feature of holiness. His name is holy. His promises are holy. His word is holy. His temple is holy. Therefore, the people that he are called unto himself, he calls us a holy nation. Let's look at some of the scriptures. Psalm 100 verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, all that is within me, bless his holy name. So his name is holy. There's nothing holy about my name. 
because I'm not God. There's nothing holy about any God you can name out there. There is everything holy about the God of the Holy Bible. His name is holy. Secondly, his promises are holy. Psalm 105, Psalm 105, verse number 42. For he remembered his holy promise. And Abraham is servant. For he remembered his holy promise. When we talk about holiness, we talk about wholeness. We talk about something that has nothing to question with it or about it. We are talking about completeness. No fault, no defilement. And that is about God. The name of God is holy. The promise of God is holy. So when God gives us a promise, we can stand on his holy name, knowing now that the promises of God are holy. God doesn't just wake up and talk over his head. No. The promises of God, they are yes and amen. So whatever promise you are holding on to, as for me, my position when it comes to the promises of God is till death do us part. Till death do us part. So no matter what I'm believing for, as long as I'm breathing and I'm right here on this side of heaven, I'm not going to stop believing till I stop breathing and I stand in his presence. Because the promises of God are holy. There are no ifs or buts. When God gives you his word, stand upon it. Stand upon the word. Stand upon the promise. It's a holy word. He watches over his word. He will fulfill it. His name is holy. His promise to you is holy. Now let me give you another aspect of God. His spirit, his spirit is holy. So when you deal with the God of the Holy Bible, don't just open yourself up to any spirit at all. The Bible said we should test the spirits. Test the spirits. Why? Because there are spirits that are unholy. And those spirits have nothing to do with God's spirit. The spirit of God is holy. That's why scripture refers to the spirit of God as the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy Ghost, if you like. At the same. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18, New International Version of the Bible, says this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. She was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Beloved, the creator of the universe is spirit. For God is spirit. And those that worship shall worship in spirit and in truth. That's what the master said. But not any spirit is holy. Is holy. It's a holy spirit. So here the angel speaks about how Jesus Christ was going to be conceived. And he said the formation is going to take place by the Holy Spirit. The creative power of the universe. Remember that in Genesis chapter 1 he says everything was void. And the Spirit of God moved upon the waters. And God spoke, let there be light. And then creation started. That Spirit that moved upon the waters was the Holy Spirit. Was the Holy Spirit. So we found here. So many attributes of God. And within these attributes, we locate his holiness. 
a unique attribute of holiness. Now, apart from the promises that I've shared with you, all these are holy, apart from the Spirit of God that is holy. Jesus Christ is holy. Jesus Christ is holy. And interesting enough, there are records of this holiness of Jesus Christ in other religious books. But our concern is the holy book, the holy Bible. Luke one thirty-five. Then the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. There's no way the Holy Spirit will be present in a place, and the power of God will be absent. Because the Spirit of God is the power of God. Amen? As I speak to you right now, I'm speaking under the unction and the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that some formation is taking place. Some formation and transformation. I'm saying some, some formation. And I'm saying transformation. It's taking place right where you are. I'm praying that whatever is holding you captive and not allowing you to pursue a life of righteousness, gaining knowledge and acceptance that the God of the Holy Bible, the God that you and I claim to worship is holy, you will give yourself up to the Holy Spirit. So Luke one thirty five says, Then the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. So the Son of God is holy. And who is the Son of God? Jesus the Christ. So we see here that the Father is holy, the Holy Spirit is holy, Jesus Christ is, is holy. Now I just want to read something from Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3 verse 13. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he decided to release him. Verse 14. But you denied the holy and righteous one. You denied the holy and righteous one. Who is that holy and righteous one? The scripture continues. And you asked for a murderer to be granted you. And you killed the altar of life. So Jesus Christ is holy. He was without sin. And that qualified him to stand in our place. To die the gruesome death, shameful death, humiliating death on the cross of Calvary. And that sacrifice was acceptable unto the Father because it was from a spotless lamb without spot or wrinkle. Hallelujah to the lamb of God. Now the next point. The angels of God are holy. No angel can stand in the presence of God in ministry who is not holy. And that's why Satan and the host of angels who joined him in rebellion were booted out of heaven. Because once you defile yourself with sin, you disqualify yourself from service before the throne of God. So all the angels of God are holy. Can I suggest to you that when the Bible says, For God will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. God is not going to discharge or send some images that are defiled with sin. God is sending angels who are holy. The angels who guide us at the command of God and his Christ are holy. Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 9, verse 36. Whoever is ashamed of me and my words 
the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. When Jesus appears for the second time, he's not going to come as a loner. He's going to come in the glory of God and he's going to be attended by the holy angels of God. The angels of God are holy because the God of the Bible is holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are listening to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM. And your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continued. When we stand in God's presence, we stand in the blood of the Lamb. And when God looks at us, he sees us image of Christ. We stand in the holiness of Christ. And so the Bible says, therefore, there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ. Because you can't see anything wrong with us. As long as we are standing, pleading the blood, pleading the blood, you cannot see our human frailties and faults and shortcomings. That doesn't mean a license to live in sin. Our bodies are to be sanctified unto the Most High God. We are royal priests. And if you look at the book of Leviticus, when God told Moses to separate Aaron and his sons and the Levites, you see that the symbol that God said must be placed on them, holiness unto the Lord. Their holiness was not holiness to please men. It was holiness unto the Lord. When Jesus prayed and addressed the Father, the language he used was very informative. He addressed his father as holy. Holy. In John chapter 17, verse 11. John 17, verse 11. I will remain in the world no longer. But they, speaking of his disciples, but they are still in the world. And I am coming to you, holy father. Note that. I am coming to you, holy father. Protect them by the power of your name. You don't need anything, any ring. You don't need anything to put on your body. You don't need any cuts on your body for protection. If you live a holy life, if you appropriate the holiness of Christ and honor God by living a holy life, a righteous life, you can't be guaranteed that this prayer that Jesus prayed before he went to the cross will be activated on your behalf. He says, I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name. What I want to leave you with today is that the God of the Holy Bible is holy. Don't be deceived into thinking that it is okay to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. And live as if there is nothing at stake. And continue to live in sin. And continue to wobble in the old life. A dog going back to his vomit. Beloved, we are called to live in holiness. 
in an environment that God dwells, that the Holy Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Son of God dwells. It is an atmosphere and environment of holiness. And we have no excuse to name the name of Christ and live lives like the devil. What is on the inside must show on the outside. Hear me out. Somebody may ask, if holiness has been imputed to us, where is the drift? Here it is. God has redeemed us. Salvation is free. But the life we live will account to God and for which will either be rewarded or will miss out on our reward. If you are living in sin, you know it. This is not about judgment. This is about truth. Light and darkness can never have a peaceful romance. Let me read Isaiah 35 in closing. Isaiah 35. That will be my last scripture for today. The book of Isaiah, chapter number 35, the verses 8 to 10. The prophet, Messianic prophet, prophesied and said, when he was talking about the restoration and redemption of God's people, bringing them back to their original place of glory, and which is applicable to us because we are a redeemed people. He says in verse 8, And a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. Children of God, <laughs> our meeting places, the church, there must be a highway, the standard must be holiness. We cannot be living in lewdness. We cannot allow sexual immorality in the house of God, folks. We cannot allow backbiting, cheating. We cannot allow destructive characters to thrive in the house of God. We are called in the highway. The principal presence that we are called to manifest is holiness. A highway is, you know, the kind of road that you can speed on, even though you have a speed limit. But normally, on the highway, you do a faster speed than riding through residential areas. So that speedway that we are to ride on in the presence of God is holiness. Is holiness. And a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. Hmm. The unclean shall not pass over it. We are washed with the blood. We are robed in his righteousness. But that robe of righteousness must be kept clean through righteous deeds and acts. When Jesus went to John the Baptist, said, I want to be baptized. John the Baptist said, no, I can't baptize you. You are the only one of God. Jesus said, we must fulfill all righteousness. So there is righteousness that must be fulfilled. And so it is incumbent upon you, husband, be faithful to your wife. Be faithful to your wife. Wife, be faithful to your husband. Stop cheating on your wife. Stop cheating on your husband. And soothing your conscience by attending church. God is holy. He says, I'm holy, therefore you must be holy. So the scripture says, the unclean shall not pass over it. The highway that I'm going to construct, the unclean. If you are an unbeliever, you are unclean. If you are a believer living in sin, you are still unclean. You need cleansing. You may go to heaven all right, but you are a disappointment to the holiness of God. Even if they are fools, they shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. Those who destroy will not be given space 
on this highway of holiness. The ravenous beasts, the fools, shall not be found on this highway. Who are the fools? Psalm 14 verse 1. For the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Don't be identified as a fool by God. Come, you will be washed in the blood of the Lamb. You will be counted among the children of God. You will belong to a new nation, a holy nation. That's what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. We are a holy nation. Amen? Right now, physically, we may belong to different states and different countries and different nations. But in the realm of the spirit, I belong to a holy nation. And every citizen in that nation, including the head of state, Father God, <laughs> is holy. And I am too. And I am too. Christ has imputed holiness to me. If I sin, I confess. I make sure my garment is kept white and bright. And by faith, I appropriate the holiness of God. Hallelujah. Verse 10. Verse 10. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. May this be your blessing today. That sorrow and sign will leave you. And everlasting joy be upon your head. As you walk in the fear and holiness of the Holy God of the Holy Bible. God bless you. I'm your friend Pastor Hansi Metal. Have a wonderful day. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 0244-239024. 0244-239024. Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your